What's up, y'all? This is Christ Coach of the Podcast. I'm Kiana. I'm Calvin. And we have a really good topic today. We got Constance Annan in the house. She is the host of the Constance Annan Show. What are we talking about today? Yeah, we had a very good conversation today talking about faith versus reason. And we hit what points? We're talking about how too much reason can get in the way of God's plan for you. We're also talking about delayed gratification as a result of having faith. And we're talking about when your faith becomes irrational. So you do not want to miss this conversation. Stay tuned. What's up, Constance? Hey, how are you? I'm good, girl. How are you? I'm good, yeah. thank you. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. I haven't seen you either of you guys since the live episode that y'all yeah. did a couple months back. That's yes. where we met. Yeah, that's I where know. we met. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a minute ago. That was what, like March, April? This year's going by it's way so too fast. Are we in August already? Yeah. I know. So how's life? Life is good. I never know how to answer that question. Right. Like, what can I say? <laughs> but life is good. No complaints on my end. How about yeah. you guys? Life is great. We're here. Blessed and highly favored. I feel like that's half the battle right there. Just yeah. Being here. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, I know we met at the event, well, like, back in whenever that was spring. <laughs> um, can you just talk a little bit about yourself and, like, what's been going on since then and all that good stuff? Sure. Okay. I, like, honestly struggle talking about myself, so y'all probably going to have to probe me. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I guess I can start with, like, what led me to come out to that show. Yeah. I, I had an episode with Trey Rico. He's a Christian artist. Okay. And he told me to check out the podcast. So I was like, he said he was going to be a part of a live podcast, right? So I was like, okay, I'll come out. Um, I wasn't actively to everyone at home that's watching. I have a show, The Constance Annan Show. And so I, I was not like actively filming as much as I used to. I used to drop an episode every single day, right? Wow. And so, yeah. <laughs> every day? Every single day, I yeah. every week, but every day? <laughs> no, I used to drop an episode every single day. Wow. And um, so like I said, I... I was filming an episode with Trey Rico. At that point in time, I wasn't actively filming as much as I was because I guess God, I guess, not I guess, but like God told me to, I was going to change. Things were going to change. So um, it became like a once every couple of weeks type of thing. And so anyways, I felt led to go because I didn't know what I was doing with my show. And I felt like at the very least, I could come to the show and meet people that were um, involved in media, that were, uh, that had like a faith, like uh, that they believed in God. And mm-hmm. so I came to the show. You guys talked about, I actually can't even remember what y'all talked about, but I will say so I needed it in that time because I cried. I remember after y'all's episode, I went to the bathroom and cried. Wow. Yeah. And I was crying like more so, and excuse me, I get emotional, but it doesn't mean anything. We'd be vulnerable be here. No, it okay. means things, girl. It means things. <laughs> no, I'd just be crying. So in <laughs> <laughs> the morning, I literally just be crying. But um, I cried that day <laughs> because I felt like I cried out of frustration, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, they have a team together. And I had asked you guys a question during the question and questions and answers like how'd y'all get together and y'all told me y'all were like I guess it was kind of just ordained like y'all just all happened to be together on like a church call or something yeah like, like a that. fellowship decided, group right and y'all decided to have the show and so my tears were actually frustration maybe even envy linked to the fact that you guys had a team and um after that I just went home and I just heard God say like your time is coming like chill mm. and so here I am I don't know if that was a good like story but like it's as your not story. A story but I don't know yeah. if that was like I don't know if that really conveyed anything, but that's that's where I've been since then. So um, now I'm filming again, not as actively as I was, not on a daily basis, but that's, yeah, really that's, fine. that's my life. There you go. What has your experience in your, since since that encounter? What has your experience been, whether with your show and your personal life, things that God has been speaking like what has happened since then? Um, 
can you, can you like elaborate on the question? Like, do you mean like, like, yeah, since you had that encounter right. when you were frustrated, like right. usually after we have tears of frustration, right. like there's a breakthrough that comes from that. Sure. So since you had that moment with God and he's like, your time is coming, looking forward to now, like how have you progressed? Like what have you seen him like move in your life? So I think for then? me, I'm just in a place of like, being okay with whatever God says. Mm -hmm. Like, if it doesn't look like how I want it to look, it is what it is. And I just accept it. I guess I'm in a season of surrendering and, mm. like, surrendering comfortably and just not having any resistance with that surrender. So, mm. yeah, that's that's where I am. And that's how I've been. So I film whenever God tells me to. Like, I told you guys earlier, um, I had an episode yesterday. I had a guest scheduled. Like, we tried to film in July. She told me that she wanted to do April because she was, or excuse me, August because she was booked and busy. August came around. We weren't able to connect. I think a year ago, I would have been really frustrated. I probably would have like cried out to God, like, why would you do this to me? Yesterday, I was just like, whatever, it happens. And we just came up with a, talk a topic that fit how I was feeling at that time, which was, um, you know, accepting God's redirection, accepting God to know. So I think just now I'm just cool with like things going the way God wants, because ultimately this is his I mean, I live it, but I'm just here. Like, this is God's life. I'm just doing whatever he wants me to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. That's yeah. growth. Yeah, for That's sure. Growth. For sure. Definitely maturity. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested. Can you tell us a little bit about, like, what your show is about? And yeah. how did that come about? Like, when did you start your show? Uh, so the show is about me, I guess, just exploring my interests, exploring how I feel, um, doing whatever I want to do. Like, that's what I say. It's my show and I can do what I want. Uh, again, it's called The Constance Cannon Show, and it started off as a podcast. I started off as Constance the Podcast. I started it back in two, maybe 2019? Oh, wow. 2019, okay. yeah. And so, um, you know, at that point, I was just talking into my phone, voice memos. I have had this dream ever since I was a kid to want to be a talk show host. And mm. so that's why I'm like adamant anytime anyone's like, do you have a podcast? I'm like, it's, it's a show. Yeah, <laughs> so just speaking into existence. Yeah. It is what it is. You call it what you want. But that's where I envision myself. And that's where I've always envisioned myself. And so um, I started it because I was trying to like make things shake for me, not knowing how I was going to get to that end point. But um, that's all that I know within me, right? So I'm like, okay, I've got to create an opportunity for myself. And so, yeah, I just started the show to try to get closer to the goal. And uh, in the midst of creating the show, I just talk about my experiences, things that I've learned, and sometimes pop culture. I mean, I literally talk about whatever, however, yeah. whenever I want, and that's that. Yeah. Wow. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I know we have a topic, but something she said that you just kind of went for it, even though you didn't have the the full vision of what, what he was going to do for your life. I think that's so important for mm -hmm. us. When you have a vision, just go for it. You yeah. don't have to have everything up front. Just right. start in the direction and he'll take care of the rest. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And you have to get to that point of surrender too. Yeah. Because if you're holding on to it too tight, it's like you're blocking your blessings, honestly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's awesome. Which I guess what ties into like obedience, right? Yeah. Just allowing yourself to truly receive whatever God's instruction is for you. And then... Like you said, taking that extra step to do the things that seem like they may get you closer to it. And maybe sometimes God will say no. And it's like, whatever, I'll figure out something else. I'll propose something else to him. And that's me acting in whatever. Yeah. And um, if it works out, it works out. And we get closer to the next step. If it doesn't, life moves on and I just figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm big on that. Take it as it Take comes. Take that next step. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So we had a topic that you chose today. Uh, we, we're talking about what? Faith and? Reason. Mm -hmm. And reason. Faith versus reason. Can you tell us why you picked that topic? If I can be honest, I did not pick that topic. She I did. actually... <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> that to be fair. That wasn't me. I picked something else, but it wasn't available. And so I yeah. just left it up to... Um, whoever I was corresponding with at the time and they chose this and okay. so I was like whatever I mean you know <laughs> everything for me is just like whatever you know God's plan so like if yeah. that's yeah. what God says we're going to talk about today that's what we're going to talk about today 
I'd be lying if I told you I had things prepared. Hey, we I don't be, have things prepared. So we be winging it. We be having yeah. a couple. We just come here and have a conversation. Yeah. 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 Whatever happens, happens. We just sure. film it. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So what comes to mind, Key, for you when you hear faith versus reason or like faith versus your own logic and your own thoughts and your own ways? Yeah. To me, it felt more like, okay, faith is something unseen that you like feel, that you believe, that you trust, right? Mm -hmm. um, whereas reason is something that could be more proven, where it's more like scientific or more like analytical that I'm like, I, it's more tangible, right? <clears throat> so for me, there's a difference um, especially when it comes to what you believe, because I can say that I don't believe in oxygen, but it's here, even though I can't see it, like my body breathes it, yeah. I feel it. And that's the only reason why I'm alive. So when it comes to like, when sometimes people separate the two or well, you do separate the two, but like, um, faith is something that you can't necessarily like explain to somebody. Yeah. Um, it's more a spiritual relationship with God, um, the Holy Spirit and with Jesus. So. I mean, where my mind goes is whether it's almost like spirituality versus like science, mm -hmm. you know, um, where somebody could tell me, oh, this isn't true because we can't find the artifacts for it. Well, I'm like, well, I'm seeing the artifacts and how God is moving through my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I can't explain. I can't do the equation for you, but I know that it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. How I, about you? It's, it's kind of the same for me. I think. God gave us intellect and reason and, and knowledge for a reason, but it wasn't for us to play God. Mm -hmm. It wasn't for us to know the answer to everything. Um, so I just think with that, like this is the perfect topic to talk about finding a balance between the two Yeah, because faith is not, faith is not foolish. Faith doesn't mean I'm not going to take a shower today. I'm not going to brush my teeth and God's going to miraculously clean my body. Mm -hmm. That's not faith. That's stupid. <laughs> right. Right. Um, faith is just like, the facts say this about my situation, but I choose to believe in something different. That's mm -hmm. your faith, your faith in God. Um, and I've been in a lot of positions in my life like that, where the facts of the situation said one thing, I should be feeling one thing. I should be acting a certain way according to logic, but I chose to follow what God told me, the promises yeah. of God for my life. Um, so, so that's what comes to mind when I hear faith versus reason. I love that. Yeah. I feel like I can't really think of times where I've like, apply reason outside of you know the everyday life of like go to work pay your bills mm -hmm. like regular life things i get it but everything else in my life i feel like i just move according to god like i don't even i don't even set like what do they call it like five-year plans like i just don't even use my brain anymore everything is like fully just god like i'm literally just here because i feel like when you start using your brain you had touched on it. it's like you're mm -hmm. you're not supposed to be using your brain to act in god like to act yeah. as if you are god right mm -hmm. so i just let things go like obviously <laughs> if you tell me the sky is blue and i look up and i see the sky is blue it is what it is but i don't know i think maybe i struggle with having that balance of reason because in the past i have taken the initiative to do things based on what i thought reason was yeah and um i fell flat on my face like i just i ended up in situations i shouldn't have been in mm -hmm. and so from that and maybe this wasn't the right thing but i just kind of took from that I'm done like using my brain kind of sort of unless an idea comes to me to do something but I'm not about to like go digging for reason I don't know I just don't yeah. I, I don't I don't use my brain so let me ask you this <laughs> <Austin>. <laughs> let me ask you this did what what happened to get you to that point because so, I'm assuming it wasn't always that way yeah um so I used to have a hair extension business when I was younger mm -hmm. not younger I was in post-college like post-grad like I was 19 I'm 25 mm -hmm. now so I had a hair business and I just 
thought that I could be an entrepreneur, like a successful entrepreneur. And so I stopped going to work and I stopped doing everything that I wanted to do because everyone, I was like really big in, on manifestation. Not that I wasn't following God or like serving God. I didn't believe in God. I was just introduced to the concept and I thought, hey, I can like make things shake, right? And so in my brain, I guess I assume, I mean, I guess you can call it manifestation like a form of faith, but in my brain, it was like, okay, hey, people have been able to manifest things. That's the reason right there. Like if people can manifest X, Y, Z, I'm going to try to manifest X, Y, Z. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to try to attract whatever I can attract mm-hmm. um, based off however I set my life. And so, like I said, I was an entrepreneur, an aspiring one, and I quit my job. I quit everything. And I just moved across the country. Like, was there even reason involved in this? I don't know. I just moved across the country, <laughs> right? So I moved to LA. I did not have a plan. I didn't have anything going on. But I was like, I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it work for whatever reason. Um, and so I get over there. And like I said, I didn't have a plan. So I was homeless. I was homeless for like, I was homeless for a long time. Um, and then what happened? I didn't know how to get through the homelessness except for going to God, right? Mm-hmm. And so I went to God. And then that's when my life like flipped to just like faith, 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 faith. Because um, to have had nothing and to still be alive through the things that I saw and did and experienced, I feel just all I can do is now have faith right Mm -hmm. and so I think you originally asked me like what what caused me to think that way I think just realizing that I don't have anything but God Mm -hmm. God's the only thing that can get me through um yeah I don't know like I feel like the reason question maybe like reason isn't connecting for me like I'm not clicking with the reason because it's like give me an example of a time where you use reason either of you can give me an example give me a time where like reason applies in your life I think when you were talking about the five-year plan I resonate with that because I'm a very big goal setter where I feel like I need to plan out everything and that's where my control issues come in where I'm like okay if this not happening the way that I planned it out then something's wrong I did something wrong I need Mm -hmm. to like reset um so for me to come out of like this is what I think is my plan and then to understand like okay you make a plan and God is gonna laugh at it I'm like okay well let me share my plan with God and see what he gives back to me. Because the reason that we have these ideas or these goals is not just for no reason. Like Mm -hmm. God puts them there because we have certain gifts that can bring people closer to him. However, the way that we try to get there is not always the way that he destined for us to get there. So that for me is like logic where I'm like, I need this, this is my five year plan, this is my two month plan, and now this is my plan for this week. Like you can still have that, but when you just completely rely on your own will, mm-hmm. that's where we fall. For sure. Okay, gotcha. So then I guess my manifestation, like belief, was linked to reason, kind of, sort of, because it was a part of my plan, which was to be an entrepreneur and to be able to do whatever I wanted to do outside of the conventional lifestyle. And obviously that didn't work out because God had a different plan for me. And so, yeah, that I guess that answers your question. Yeah. I hope it answers your yeah, question. You yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. I think um, when I hear reason on a personal level, it just it connects to the facts of whatever situation I'm in. And the thing that comes to mind is the the time in my life where I was um, dealing with the sickness that I've talked about before mm-hmm. on the show. And it was like during that time, all the facts were saying one thing. Mm-hmm. Fact was my body was going through something that I didn't understand. The facts were the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on. The facts were I was losing weight and I couldn't eat. Those were all the facts of the situation. But in that situation, I chose to have faith that God would bring me through it even though the situation says something totally different. The situation said I should die at some point, Mm -hmm. but I chose to, um, you know, follow my faith and believe in God. And he obviously brought me through that situation. So when I hear faith versus logic, it's just like, I know what I see, but I also know what I feel and what I believe. 
um, and I just choose to go in that direction. Mm. Yeah. That, that brings me to something. So like when you said you left and went to LA, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with no plan. Mm -hmm. And you just had this this faith in you that was like something's gonna happen here. Um, what was happening with like your friends or your family that you left behind? Were they saying like, okay, yes, you go with no home, no no money, no and just like a suitcase and a dream? Like, were they supportive of that or like what were they saying? I didn't really check with them. Okay, yeah, I kind of just went. Um, uh, my little brother was in college at the time. I was actually with my older brother at the time. So it was me and him. We decided to go together. I love that. Um, my mom left. I'm from Ghana. So my mom left to Ghana for just, we had tension in the household. I don't think that's why she left, but she left. I mean, essentially we just couldn't afford the house where we were living mm -hmm. in. Right. So it's like constants pay bills or we have, I'm leaving and I couldn't find a job post-college. So she left. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that what she did was wrong. I think that that was, whatever was within her like i'm not mad at that um sorry what was the question um basically like when you had that leap of faith okay um were you facing any resistance uh towards that towards no. you having this faith to be honest no like i just everything in me like everything going on in my life was like go i felt like i was seeing signs at the time too i remember like everywhere i would go i'd see la 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 i don't know anybody in la mm -hmm. i don't know anybody that ever been to la so yeah i don't know why that was what i was seeing but i was seeing that I, I often say like that was God calling me to go there, even though I was not going because it was the will of God. Like deep down in my heart, it was not I'm going because God is telling me to go. I guess I use that as an excuse to justify mm -hmm. why I wanted to go um, based off of what I was seeing. But yeah, that that's what was going on around me. Like my friends, I wasn't talking to them about it. Obviously, when I got there, I called them. But what could they do at that point? Were they saying like, girl, why'd you do this? Or it's like, oh, um, OK, live your life. I think it's more of like a live your life type of thing. I think. From the outside looking in, I come across as ambitious. So it's just like we believe in you. Yeah, yeah I typically get support from like people around me. So yeah, yeah. That was that. Well, that's good. Yeah, I have yeah. a support system that's like, all right, she says she's gonna do it, she's gonna do it. Yeah. But to have that, that I think what I'm getting at is the resistance from that faith is like, oh, it, you're not gonna have a house, you're not gonna have bread on the table or food or like all these things. That's where that logical thinking comes in that sometimes stops us from, mm -hmm. or can stop us from having a faith, an unshakable faith. Yeah. So like in any of your experience, can you think about when you had that logic come in where you're like, nope, I gotta turn this off. I believe in God. I, got, I know God got me. Yeah. I can't necessarily think of a personal time off the top of my head, but what, what I will say is, I, I've seen people my entire life around me use that and not follow the things that God placed on their hearts. Mm. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I don't have the resources. Um, and they use all those logical things that are going on in their life and they never take a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. They never go out there. And then they unfortunately end up passing away at some point, never having walked that path or accomplished the things that they could have accomplished. Yeah. Um, and I've seen that a lot around me with people, even in my own family sometime and, I just kind of vowed to myself that I wouldn't do that. And so now when anything comes up, if I believe it's from God, I'm just going to go after it. I don't care like what it takes, what I have to do, what I have to sacrifice. I just go after it. Um, an example of that is earlier this year, I wanted to film a movie, didn't really have the money or the space or the time to do that. I just went for it. Mm -hmm. I called Julian was like, I need you to come work the camera for me. We shot a whole movie in like three days. So um, that's a small example, but, I think a lot of people use those logical things that you were just talking about and they almost talk themselves out of their mm. own blessings and purposes in their life. 
That just gave me a thought. Like, you know when people say, like, oh, let me play devil's advocate for a second. Let me. That's usually when the logic comes in where it's like, mm -hmm. let me give you, like, the actual certain, like, circumstances that might happen to knock you off. What if that's, like, actually, like, you're playing devil's advocate? Yeah. Like, I'm literally trying to tell you something that's going to take you off of what God's got for you. Yeah. So let me give you this logic so you can second guess it. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, right? I just it is. It is. And I think that kind of speaks to... Like the Bible says, God's thoughts are above our thoughts. His ways are above our mm -hmm. ways. He does not think like us. His logic doesn't work like our logic works. So in a lot of situations, we say to get from point A to point B, I need to go this direction. And God looks at it and says, no, you need to go back there, yep. take a left, uh -huh. go over the mountain, yep. come around the corner, and then you'll get there. Um, and I think for us, sometimes that's hard to grasp because we're saying, I just want to go there, God. Why do I need to go over the mountain to get there? That doesn't make sense. And God's like, no, going over the mountain is going to make you stronger. So when you get there, you can stay there. Mm -hmm. um, so with that logic, it's just like we have to remember that his logic doesn't work like ours. His thoughts are not like our thoughts. And, and um, that's where that true surrender comes in because you have to surrender to whatever it is. Even if he says go over that mountain, you got to be like, all right, I guess I'm going over the mountain. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oddly enough, I feel like I have, I don't know, like I really, have you guys ever heard of this or maybe read the story in the Bible of Balaam and the talking donkey? There's an instance so. in the Bible where uh, Balaam, he, he set out to go on a journey. I think God told him, no, actually somebody was going on a journey. Balaam decided to go on the journey. God was like, no, Balaam said he was going to go anyways, right? Mm -hmm. And so he's on the donkey and the donkey is like not going in the direction that he wants him to go. And so the donkey sees that there's an angel there telling him like, nah, you can't go. But Balaam doesn't see the donkey. And so Balaam, or excuse me, Balaam doesn't see the angel. And so Balaam is like getting frustrated with the donkey. Yeah. And then um, all of a sudden, I think the donkey speaks up like, no, I cannot go. There's an angel in front of me stopping me. And so I always think back to that story whenever it comes down to my life. And I'm bringing it up because you're talking about like God telling you to go a certain way and your logic is telling you to do something else. I feel like there's also instances in my life and I feel like I experience this more than having logic. I feel like I experience God stopping me from doing things. Mm -hmm. So I don't even have to like spend time trying my logic and having it not work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like God is always like intervening. And I, I mean, now in my life, I definitely like the LA situation. Obviously I went, I didn't care what was going on, but since then, I feel like everything has been, God has definitely interceded and stopped me from doing anything. Mm. So I don't even have the opportunity. Maybe logic will like start cooking up in my head, but I don't even have the opportunity to act on it because there's just a halt in it. Just like I said, like I had a guest yesterday. For whatever reason, I wanted that guest to come. They just didn't come. And like life moves on. Like I just, I just feel like God stops me all the time. And so I guess maybe my question to you guys is, do we even need to be applying a lot? Like, first of all, do you guys ever experience instances like that? Like you're getting ready to do something, you're set on it. And then God stops it. Oh, and when that happens, how do you like navigate? Like, what are you thinking? How can I ask this? Like, do you even care to use your logic anymore? That's why I'm just like, that's why I opened up saying I don't even use my brain anymore. Cause like, why mm -hmm. should I, if God is going to stop me from doing things that I shouldn't do and God's going to direct me to do the things that I should do. Mm -hmm. Did I ask a question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, sometimes I just talk and I'm like, I don't know. No, what was I'm, I, I think I'm okay. picking up what you're putting down. So it's like when I set a plan mm -hmm. and God's like, wait, that's not it. Right. Like, what do I do to kind of like go through that? Not even that. It's like going forward. Why would you even try to use logic? Why? Okay. Like, that's my question. Like, we're talking about logic and reason to me. And we're talking about finding the mm -hmm. balance to me. It's like, what's the point of the balance? Like, why do I need logic to begin with? Yeah. Is my question. That's a good question. I think I was going to get to that next too. Okay. I'm glad you asked that. I think the balance between it is to not just have complete faith. Like you were saying, like, 
gut is just going to give me a shower today. Like, yeah. I think that's a little too much on just one side. We need to have both where God wants us to think about things. He wants us to have ideas. He wants us to think through them. So to have the balance between the two of them is with me thinking about my logic, I can take it to God and he's going to be like, okay, this is your next step. And because I just take like this one step, I'm going to bring the right people to you. I'm going to bring the right resources to you. But I need you to take that one step rather than just sitting here and waiting for me. And I know it's not just sitting and waiting, but like we can't take a leap of faith if we don't even process the dreams and the the actions and the goals that we want, because then we're just going to be mushrooms and we'll just sit there and life has no purpose. Right. So so for us to have that balance between your faith and your logic, it's you have to have that you have to have that constant communication between the both and take both to God yeah. and he will do the work to help you navigate what the next step is. Cause as long as we don't even take that next step, because I'm waiting on God, he's going to be like, I, I told you to take, I told you to go here, mm -hmm. but yeah. you said you was waiting on me. I, I gave you a sign already. I keep giving you signs and you're like, I'm waiting on God. And it's like, you're not going to get where I need you to go. If you, if you just don't take that one next step. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a few things coming to mind. One of the things in the Bible that you'll notice if you read a lot of the miracles that happened in the Bible, almost every single time when God performed a miracle, the person was already doing something. Mm -hmm. They were already moving. They were already engaging in some sort of action. And he came into the situation and then performed the miracle. Um, so I think that we have to be acting. We have to be doing stuff. That's how he created us. The Bible, the Bible begins by telling us... Um, you know, God's creating the animals and he's creating the earth and he's creating the sea. God has imagination. It goes on to tell us that we were created in his image. So if he has imagination, we have imagination, which means he gave it to us for a reason. Mm -hmm. He gave us dominion over the earth um, because he wants us to use that imagination, use that intellect to better the earth, to better um, fulfill his purpose in this world. That's why he gave it to us in the first place. So I think the reason for intellect is because he knows that he wants his will to be accomplished in this world. And he has to do it through the earthen vessels, which mm -hmm. are us. Um, so he gave us free will and choice and all that stuff for a reason. He just didn't give it to us just for no reason. Um, so he wants us to use it. He wants us to be creative. He wants us to move. He wants us, the Bible literally says um, something to the effect of, um, you can make the plan, but allow God to order the steps. So he wants us to create plans. Yeah. He wants us to try to accomplish things and move forward and just allow a, allow him into the situation so he can order the steps. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember? Well, you probably you weren't here, but like when we first started the podcast, that's something I was struggling with. Do you remember? Mm. Where I was like, and in scripture it says, I shall not want. So what does that mean for my goals? I do remember. Do you that. remember that? Yeah. I, that was something I was really struggling with because I'm like, for me to have some or for me as somebody who had all these goals and these ambitions. I'm like, now is it bad that I want these things? Because now it says God is going to provide a green pasture for me and I shall not want, meaning I have everything that's provided for me. So should I just be grateful for what I have and mm -hmm. just not do anything? Mm -hmm. So I was really struggling with that. And I think fast forward now, like almost a year ago, crazy. Yeah. Um, I can understand um, that those goals are so important. For it. And I think for anybody watching, especially somebody who's like still maturing in their faith, is just to know that whatever God has spoken to you, whatever God is trying to show you, and also the story that you've come from, like whatever, like you said, was that a good story? That's your story. So yes, you're, that's valid. Like stand on that. Okay. But whatever God has brought into your life is bigger than just what we think it is. So as long as we do have these plans um, and our goals, 
the more that we invite him into it and the more we allow him to correct us through them, yeah. then we can move forward and actually fulfill the purpose that he has mm -hmm. destined for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was definitely really struggling with that. And I mean, like, still working through it. But like you said, it's like, if something doesn't go my way, I'm not like, but hurt about it anymore. I'm just like, well, God blocked that and he's protecting me. Mm -hmm. So let's try something else. Let's mm -hmm. see, God, should I do this? No. Okay, let's try this. Oh, that worked. Okay, great. Let's keep moving in this direction then. Yeah. yeah. So now that you're in the place where you're in, um, where you just kind of allow God to just order everything for you, has he given you any vision at all as to where he's taking you no. going forward? No. Like, people be like, God gave me a vision. Da, da, da. No. Like, I don't. I, I literally feel like God gives me what he wants me to know in that time. Mm -hmm. And so if it's. If, if I only get one and I need one plus one to get to, I have no idea that I need the other one. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea that there's two. Like, I just take what God gives me mm -hmm. and I feel like he gives it to me when I need it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's how I process. Like, um, I, I don't know exactly what scripture you just quoted, but you were like, I have what I want or all. What did you just say? I shall not want. I shall not yeah. want. Yeah. That's how I, um, that's how I interpret that. You have exactly what you need in this moment because God has given you exactly what you need in this moment and it is what it is. And like, don't get me wrong, like there are some times I will get frustrated because like, dang, I feel like I'm ready to elevate to the next level. Like for instance, I told you I was frustrated crying because I didn't have a team. Like I've been showing up every day for myself. Why is there no team? Um, surprisingly, God actually gave me somebody and I was just like, this isn't enough. Like mm. looking at y'all and comparing myself to y'all, I see yeah. six, seven, eight, I don't know how many of y'all there is, but I see a, a great, a grand team, right? So I'm like, okay, one can't be enough. But it is enough because like that was back in spring and like I'm still me it's still a two person team and like we're doing good. As a matter yeah. of fact, we're doing better than I thought we could have done. So yeah. um I just I just take what God gives me in that time. I don't I have no idea where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, last year I had no idea where I was going. I never know. I just kinda take what I got and run with it and do what I can until I'm exhausted. And by the time I'm exhausted, I get something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So with that, with those so you take it a little bit at a time from him and you use it and you go out and do whatever he told you to do. So how can I access? What's the purpose behind it? Well, like, what has he called you to do specifically? I think, I think that God wants me to show people that you can do whatever you put your mind to, no mm -hmm. matter where you come from. Um, I'm not who I was a couple years ago. Like, thank God for that. And so if you knew me personally, seeing me now, you'd be like, what has happened to you? In a good way. Mm -hmm. And so I think that God is using me to show others that your story doesn't define you. Yeah. He defines you. Yeah. And he can use you to complete whatever he wants. I'm getting emotional just because I love God and Yay. I love that he's using me. But um, yeah, that's it. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I've always had this dream of being a talk show host. I think that's the vision God gave me. Mm -hmm. Why he planted that in me, I don't know. But I remember third grade. Like if anybody has known me from elementary school, they'll tell you. This has been my dream. Yeah. So I don't know why it's my dream, but it is. And we'll just allow God to, you know, reveal everything to me. But I try not to get so caught up in like, not, I don't want to say the why, but I just try to just, I'm just doing it. All I know is like, this is what God told me to do. So I'm doing it. Yeah. I can't answer questions. Like I'm all knowing, like I have it all figured out. Like I get visions. That's not me. Yeah. I just do. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I love Okay. Y'all don't have to clap. Yeah. <laughs> I'll okay, snap them. Can I have like a tissue or a napkin? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And you spoke on your third grade self, mm -hmm. right? Your younger version of yourself. Is she proud right now of oh, what you're sure. doing right now? For sure. Yeah? Yeah. Because I feel like 
the comparison of like, okay, I would see myself as this big talk show host, right? Then like, of course, maybe you went towards Oprah. That's like the goal maybe. Um, But even to see like you started in 2019 to see yourself now, even though it might not be a grand team, it's like you're still living out the things that you wanted. You're still sharing the things that you wanted. So to take that comparison out of the picture, what does this talk show host look like to you now? compared to like what it what you thought it was when you were in third grade like did you see yourself living the life you do right now not exactly I think I don't think back then I had a clear picture right I think mm-hmm. it was just like um I grew up watching like Tyra Banks and Oprah so I just mm-hmm. saw like a conventional talk show you just sit on a couch and have guests come in and you talk about whatever um I think I really love the directions going in now like I have free reign to do whatever I want to talk about whatever I want and creating safe spaces for people to come in and just feel vulnerable and talk and um, also allowing other creatives to share their experiences so that people at home realize like you're not alone. Um, so you asked if this is the same talk show host that I envisioned back then? No. Do I love this version? Yeah. Do I think that this is where I'm going to end? No. Like I have, like it's, it's obviously going to continue to evolve and I'm just accepting of the evolution and yeah, sorry. I feel like I'm really bad at answering questions. No girl, you're good. I, you were good. Okay. Cool. But yeah, that's that's the answer to the question. Like, yeah. No, it's not the same version at all. But I'm definitely like she's proud of me. I'm proud of me. And I like glory be to God. That's all yeah. I can say. Yeah, that's amazing. Because, yeah, our plans change. Yeah. Like you said, they evolve. Mm-hmm. So even if like from now, five years from from now, it's going to be a completely different production. Mm-hmm. And who knows which direction it goes. Right. But either way, it's going to glorify God. For so sure. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think something super interesting. Um, you were talking about the team aspect of mm-hmm. it. And key, one of the things that you and I were talking about, like when we first started this, was the fact that both her and I had already tried to start podcasts before this, years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still have those archives somewhere. And um, I had a <laughs> bunch of cheap equipment and I was trying to put my friends on there. And and it took just, even though we went at it during that time, it didn't happen. And we stuck with it. God made it happen when he wanted it to happen. Yeah. And that's when the team came in. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if, you know, it's encouragement for you or whatever it is, but like, I just, I know God's going to give you whatever you need. Oh, just like, sure. you know, yeah. just like, you know, and um, you're going to have a, a big old team one day too. And just to hear you like going at it and just trusting in God and you, you it's, it's like a beautiful thing to see, yeah. um, especially from somebody around our age, because a lot of people won't do that. Like I said, they won't go after it. They yeah. won't try it. They For won't sure. do anything. They won't listen to God. And um, I think there's just so much fruit that comes out of actually walking the path like you are. So, Or yeah. even doing it for so long without seeing results that they want. Yeah. You know, like if I did something for a year, well, I wouldn't say me, but most times when people do something for a year, mm-hmm diligently and they don't see the results that they planned for that'll discourage them and take them completely off and be like great i need to do something else this isn't working i'm using my logical my logical thinking to take me out not knowing that maybe if they were going for 12 months maybe by month 15 it would pop and they completely shortcut themselves and they not only that they shortcut like what god is saying for them so it's almost like does god did it does god did it oh my question does god get offended when we use logic mm-hmm. compared to consulting with him, do you think he, like, how do you think God feels when we use that logic and maybe fall off of things or when we try to like go against what he's telling us? Yeah. I think irritated. Irritated? irritated. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just like finished reading the book of Matthew. Like anytime the disciples weren't like going in accordance with what Jesus said, he just seemed irritated. Mm-hmm. Like when 
the boat was like rock, like you know the story of them on the boat and there's a storm and Jesus is sleeping through it and Jesus wakes up like his energy I remember writing <laughs> down like in my um, journal like why is Jesus irritated like does Jesus get irritated if we don't have true faith and I remember reading and I think Jesus's response was like first of all Jesus stayed sleeping like he wasn't he was in no rush to like get up and then when he woke up he was like like why have you woken me like yeah. <laughs> oh you have little faith like why like Jesus just seemed like like did you not think I was gonna do it so I think he gets irritated does mm -hmm. that mean he doesn't do it I think he does it, but I think Jesus is just like, like what? Like when Jesus took the disciples to go with him to pray before he was crucified, he came back and seen they were sleeping and was like, y'all really couldn't stay up for a few seconds. Like, I just think he just gets mm. irritated. Like, it's just like, what are you doing? But I think it's in a, like, maybe like a brotherly love type of way or like a parent type of way. Like, I don't think yeah. it's like, a, I will never deal with you again. I think it's just like, come on, like be real. How many times I got to show myself to you that I can handle this? Yeah. yeah. I think he gets offended. Like, why, why would he not get offended or why would he not be irritated? Right. Mm. Um, but I think it's a different type of irritation again because he loves like we don't love you know he's not yeah. we aren't him he isn't us so yeah. I, I can't imagine the type of irritation but I think the essence of it is like I'm irritated oh yeah that's my answer <laughs> um I don't know if I, I believe he gets uh offended with us the God that I personally know just extends his hand to pick me back up mm -hmm. he already knows that I'm going to fall a hundred times because he can determine the beginning from the end. He knows all that's going to happen. He is all knowing. So he's already seen me fall before I fall. So when I fall, it's not a surprise to him. When I don't follow his ways, it's not a surprise to him. Um, when I do bad things, it's not a surprise to him. Um, so I don't believe he gets offended from it. I think he just extends his hand and says, come back to me, son. Come back to the path that I have before you. Um, yeah, I think that's my short answer. I love that. Yeah. What about you? Sorry, I got distracted. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I don't think offended is the word, but I think, I don't even know if disappointed is the word, but he's kind of just like, all right, my kid, you not understanding who I am as your father in this moment, yeah. but um, let me show you again. Let me teach you. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't get tired of teaching us so many times. He's like, I will teach you 10 times if that's what it takes. Yeah. Even if it takes one more time, like I still have so much love and grace for you and mercy over you that you, know, you can't mess up. You can't mess up so much so that I'll be mad at you. Mm -hmm. You know, I might correct you and take you off the path that you're leading down because mm -hmm. that might not be the way that I want you to go right now. Yeah. But I'm not going to be upset at you, you know. Um, so he has that compassion with us. And I think even when we do have these dreams where it's like, hey, that's nice that you're thinking that way. But I know that if I put you in that situation, your character might switch a little. Or you might not be as... Um, you might not be as humble as I want you to be. So I'm going to humble you for you. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Um, but yeah, I think just being open to surrender, to have that evolution of our dreams is kind of like where God is like, okay, let me, I know what you want. I mm -hmm. want that for you too, mm -hmm. but I want it for you in this way Yeah. because this will be more fruitful for you and it'll also glorify me mm -hmm. more. Yeah. I want to ask you a question about, um, so the way that you interact with God and you listen to what he tells you and you just go, go forward. When you began to do that, was that freeing for you in any way? Did you find a freedom from going about it that way mm -hmm. as compared to how you used to operate? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I can really like remember like how it felt. Mm -hmm. I guess now I feel free, I guess. I don't, I don't know if free is the right word. I just feels like i'm doing what i'm supposed to do mm -hmm. so maybe um there's a lot more confidence 
in okay. the approach. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if free mm. is the right word, but it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I already know why I'm doing what I'm doing. No, it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. Like God told me to do it. That's enough. I'll get, mm -hmm. I'll get it done. Mm -hmm. Ooh. I like, oh. you go ahead. <laughs> I like that you use the word confidence. Cause usually like if we're thinking from a societal aspect, people will think like confidence. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she wants. She knows she's so sure. Right. But is it the opposite where it's like, I actually don't know, right. but I know God. Right. Like that's where that confidence comes from. And I'm glad you use that word because that's such a powerful it is. like thing to have. For sure. Yeah. That that kind of touches on something that we briefly spoke about like last week when we were talking about when you are following those things from God and you have that confidence because you know where it's coming from now. Right. Like yeah. you don't have to guess anymore. Right. You know within yourself that it's real. You don't care about what nobody thinks, what nobody says. Mm -hmm. I know this is of God yep. and I know I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, that was a big change in my life. When I gained that confidence in Christ, I became confident in all aspects yeah. of my life because I know who I'm backed by now. Yeah. Um, and I know he's never going to fail. So it's like it's almost like a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw a post yesterday and it's just like when you know that God got your back, you wait differently. Sure. And I'm like, oh man, that's so real because it's like, even we even have to catch ourselves sometimes where it's like, oh, I'm waiting patiently. Yeah, I'm waiting patiently, but now I'm getting eager because it's not happening when I thought it was going to happen. But then you remind yourself like, yo, God has everything for me in the time that it's meant for me, whether I'm not ready for it yet or whether it's not ready for me yet. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to rush that because even if I did get it when I wanted it, who's to say it's going to be what I want it to be because I didn't develop it didn't develop in the time that needed yeah. to happen, mm -hmm. you know? So you get that confidence where it's like, oh, I don't have it. Yeah, it's fine. I don't have it right now. Mm -hmm. right. But I know it's, if it's mine, it's going to come when it needs to. Right. So no rush. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Another thought, like, along with that is, um, and we kind of touched on it earlier, but, like, another way to kind of look at reason for certain individuals is their feelings um, and people can make a lot of decisions based off of their feelings mm. in situations. And we have to remember that feelings are temporary. Yeah. They're not going to last forever. So it's not a good idea to go making rash decisions yeah. based off of how you feel in a moment. It's much better to allow the feelings to pass or just seek God. Just ask him about it. Like God, my, my, my vision is blurred by how I feel in this moment. So I need, I need your direction so I can make sure I'm going in the right, you know, going the right way. Um, yeah. Do you, have you ever experienced times in your life where you were making decisions based off of feelings, not even necessarily logic, just how you felt? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is something I've matured through for sure. But back in the younger days when I was like dating, I'm like, wow, love this person. I love everything about them. This must be it. Yeah. And then you go into it and then I think with that, because you don't have that logic, you completely look over all the like the yellow flags mm -hmm. or the red flags or like, any cautions that come up to be like, this could be a danger for you. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, no, because they're so nice or whatever it is. Um, so definitely taking that where it's like, oh, I went off. I literally went off a feeling whether it was a relationship or like certain uh, opportunities that came where it's like, mm -hmm. wow, this sounds so, so good to be true. Yeah. But it's there's no catch okay, this must be it. And then if you take just like another week to kind of just think on it, then you're like, oh, actually, let me weigh this out. Let yeah. me actually see where the things are here. Um, yeah, you can get real sticky there. You can get real sticky if you don't take the time to like think about it. Yeah. You know? 
that's one of the biggest things for me, like in this season of my life is just understanding that I have to allow the feelings to pass yeah. before I make decisions. Yeah. Um, so I'm maturing in that area okay. an awful lot right now. Yeah. How about you, Constance? Um, I feel like I relate to you in the relationship um, department. I think that that's the first, like that's the first place that came to mind. Um, yeah, I'm not actively dating now. I'm in a relationship, but like when I wasn't, yeah, I would just be with anybody and I didn't really care what God had to say. I didn't really start consulting God in relationships until the relationship I'm in now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, prior to it, it was just like how I feel is how I feel. If I like you, I like you. If I want to do more with you, I'll do more with you. And whatever, God knows my heart. We'll talk about that on the back end, but yeah. it's whatever. Like I did, I, there was like no sense of obedience, no sense of care. Like it was just like my emotions are governing who I'm with, how I'm dealing with them. And that's that on that. Yeah. Mm. So we're talking about the balance between faith and reason right? That logic. Where do you think feelings come in? Because some people would argue that like your faith, what you believe could be like, maybe not an emotion, but it's something that you feel mm-hmm. right. And then logic, like, where does that go on the spectrum between like faith and logic? Or is it like not related at all? It's like completely like a third. I see where you're going. There. You know what I mean? Cause, Cause yeah, a lot of times your faith is connected to how you feel because right when you feel God move, it's, it's usually a feeling right. of some sort. You can't, it's not tangible. He doesn't come right on the whiteboard and say, I'm here. Right. Um, so it is a feeling. Um, the only thing I can say is it's a different feeling. And I know that sounds kind of feeling. very vague, but <laughs> yeah. it is a very different feeling. It is a full embodiment when God is working within you. You, you It's unmistakable. Like when God began to move in my life, there was no mistaking who or mm-hmm. what it was for me anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I can see where people would <laughs> right, go with that. Get a little messy there. Say, oh, like, you're just having a feeling. Maybe you just eh, like, no, no. I think I it's a little bit more than right. that. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what would you say? Different question. Yeah, to- can you differentiate <laughs> what you're feeling as faith versus what you're feeling as emotions? Can Sometimes it- I do have to test it. Yeah, and I guess my testing looks like I'll journal it out. And in the midst of journaling and like reading the Bible, like you'll, you'll just, like you said, you just know, like when you hear God's voice. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just hear it or I feel it. And I'm like, okay, this is God. And that's why I feel this way. Or these are my emotions. And that's why I feel this way. And I just move um, like that. But I, I definitely have to test it out. Sometimes I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. And so, or like, I'll even, I might reach out to like a, friend like yeah. a trusted friend family member right and if they confirm like what was already going on in my head without me expressing to them what i was feeling then i'm like okay that's god i might test it a couple times sometimes i'll be testing mm-hmm. what i hear because like, i gotta make sure <laughs> right triple god. check yeah <laughs> i don't got that spiritual ear yet but um yeah i'll test it out a little bit and then i'll i'll know um after i receive a couple confirmations sometimes i don't need that many but if i get um a confirmation i'm like okay yeah okay god. So could we say that, okay, I have a feeling, right? To add that logic into it, could that logic be the faith where I go to God, where I go to scripture, where I go to fellowship, and I kind of see where the reasoning behind that perspective is to justify or differentiate that feeling? Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? So now you're talking about the intertwining of faith and logic. Right. Yeah. Like, how um, does that go? Yeah, I think, and that kind of goes back to something I touched on earlier, which is that he gave us logic for a reason. So there are some logical things that we can do and that we should do. Um, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like it's not against him to to do that. Um, and I think in a, a lot of ways, kind of what you're talking about is discernment almost. Like he gives us those logical thoughts and those logical ways to kind of 
work out our discernment or to, 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 to grow that discernment muscle. So that going forward, you can make those decisions mm-hmm. and you can differentiate between, Oh, I'm just feeling this way right now. And no, this is actually God moving in my life. Cool. Yeah. We connected that y'all. <laughs> we connected those. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Should we move on to the next talk? Yeah. Or like, do you have anything else you want to add to this topic? I do not. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I do not. All right, y'all. Well, so the next portion of our show is called Questions from the Audience, where we answer questions from our audience or from the comments that you guys might have dropped below. Um, so, yeah, we have our executive producer over here on the mic. He's going to ask us a couple questions from the people. Hi, y'all. How can I use reason to better understand and empathize with different perspectives between people? One more time. How can I I use reason reason to empathize empathize and better understand perspectives within Christianity? How can I use reason to better empathize with other Christians? With what? Different perspectives within Christianity. Use logic. Okay. That's a lot. There's a lot going on in that question. Yeah, I need a second. Uh... (laughs) Do you have anything? I don't know. I really don't. Like, I don't <laughs> go back and forth with people about, like, their beliefs, you yeah, know, unless true. I feel, like, moved to do so. Mm-hmm. But I'm not the type to, like, argue or, like, try to defend my point of view if we have different differing views as it pertains to Christianity. I just mm. kind of leave that to God. Unless God is, like, ringing in me, you got to speak to this person. Right. I just let them do their own thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right mm. thing to do, but that I, don't, I just try not to, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like faith and religion is its own thing. And unless you're like welcoming me in to, or unless I feel welcomed enough to like try to share my opinion, I don't. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't have I don't have a great reason as it, like for how you can use reason to better understand someone else's POV yeah. in Christianity. Yeah. I get where you're going. I get what you're saying with that because I have a family member who she um, sees me in my faith and the way that I practice my faith. And for her, the way she was raised was very religious. So she's like, I'm trying to understand how you go about your faith because I resonate with it, mm-hmm. but I also am fighting these old practices that I was raised on that are just more like man-made, more religious. So we were having a conversation about it. And for me, she kept well, she kept asking me questions like, mm-hmm. if this is in the Bible, then why do you believe this? And if this is this, then why do you think the Bible is real? Blah, blah, blah. Like she's asking me these questions. And for me, I just went to Jesus where he's not going to be defensive and give you like the answer. He's going to check your heart and ask you a question of mm-hmm. like, okay, well, why are you thinking this? So I kind of use that as my inspiration um, to use reason to kind of like open her heart up because I'm like you're asking me these questions but these questions aren't for me these are for you to consult with God because if even if I tell you what I believe is fact or what is biblical or whatever you're still going to have other questions and I'm not the one to answer these for Mm -hmm. you I do think there is a fine line though because when some people are coming to you they're like I just want to understand so yes that's when you you use your knowledge in the Bible and scripture but you want to do it in a way that's presenting love and understanding rather than like judgment and like, right. oh, you think this, well, right. this is actually the truth. So you're not yeah. understanding, right? So having that posture of like, okay, let me see where you're coming from. Let me be understanding, but let me also give you as much truth as I know so that it could help you foster that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I felt with that. 
Yeah. Using the reason to see other people's perspectives. Um, I think much like you were kind of saying, we're, we're, we shouldn't use it to try to be defenders of the Bible. I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. I don't need to defend my faith versus right. you. Um, I don't need to try to over explain and try to make you believe what I believe. Uh, what I will say is that when it comes to sharing my faith and sharing the gospel with other people, it is important to understand those other perspectives. Um, and in order to do that, you kind of have to use that logic and that reason within yourself to say, hey, they don't come where I, from where I come from. Mm -hmm. They haven't experienced what I've experienced. Mm -hmm. Their relationship with God doesn't reflect mine. So I can't expect them to be where I am. I can't expect them to think how I think, to operate like I operate. Um, so I have to use that logic and say, okay, we may be different in this area of thinking, but we can still have a conversation. We can still listen to one another and I can still... Even though I may not agree, I can still understand where they're coming from based on their own experiences and what they've gone through in their yeah. life. Yeah. And I think, too, the reason the reason behind those conversations is to grow each other. Because if we're having these conversations where it's like, well, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. It's like, I can't be so close-minded to think that my way is the only way. Like, sometimes I need to answer these questions because maybe... I'm like, okay, why do I believe this? Is it because I read it or is it because I live it and I experience it? So it's like, I mean, that was, that's what we were getting at with our conversations that we were having where she's like, I'm not trying to tear down your faith. I'm mm -hmm. like, baby girl, I can't. Right. But um, it was just like, she's like, I think that we have perspectives that we can both understand and that just broadens like God's people too, where it's mm -hmm. like, I see you and I can still love on you no matter what your viewpoints are. And I think that's the ultimate testimony of the gospel too yeah. it's like we can love god and we can also be different absolutely you know what does she got what's next at what point does faith cross the line and become irrational or unreasonable again at what point at what does point faith does faith cross the line and become, and become irrational, irrational or unreasonable, or unreasonable? Uh, I think when you just like neglect the thing. So like I said, I moved to LA, right? And I didn't have a job or anything. I, mean, I guess some people can move in faith like that, but based, I mean, you just need a job to survive. Like you need food, you need money, you need a shelter. Like I think when you decide to like neglect like basic everyday needs to pursue something, that's when it kind of, I think that's when like fate, it's hard to say because I guess if you told me like God told you to move to Arkansas and you don't have anything, like I have to believe that God told you that and you believe that God told you that. So that's okay. But I, maybe faith is like, faith is, faith is your, faith is your okay. Like if, if you know that this is really God, like you act in it. Right. Yeah. So I think it becomes a, a, a blurred line when you don't know if it's actually God or not. I mm. think that's what it is. I think, okay. I don't know. What do y'all think? Yeah. Okay. I get what you're going. Okay. Um, yeah, because you were saying, like, you moved out. Right. Didn't have anything. Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, I mean, I've seen, you've seen it happen. Right. We've heard, we've heard those stories. Um, but the fine line, I think, is if you took that, that opportunity and was like, I'm just going to stay in this situation. I'm not going to go out and hustle. I'm not going to try to make my conditions better. I'm just going to believe that God is going to take me out of this car or I'm going to keep living in this car. I mean, it's, it can happen. That could still happen. Yeah. Not to say that that's a wrong, but I think the idea of, okay, this is where I'm getting at. There, the, the line is where 
you don't merge faith and work, right? Mm -hmm. Because work without faith is dead, right? So that's where we need to have both. It's not one or the other. I can't just rely on God um, just based off of prayer. You, you can, but you have to do the work because he's up here and we're here. So there's a, co a coexist coexistion coexisting yeah. existence that should be happening where yeah there's a saying that's like um work as if it depends on me and pray as if it depends on god and you put those together and you can't separate them so i think that's where the line is where you have to literally have both yeah. i was gonna say much of what you just said so <laughs> thank you it's getting there it's getting there uh but the other short answer i'll just give is it becomes irrational when it begins to hurt you or hurt others around you if your faith begins to be a detriment to yourself, to your health, to your emotional health, to um, your physical health, um, whatever you're going through in your life and others around you, then it's irrational um, because nothing that you do is nothing that God tells you to do is going to make you hurt or make somebody else hurt. Is that's that not, true, that's not God. Cause like, I guess it depends on what you look at hurt at. Like if God told me to like break up with my girlfriend right now, that would hurt me. But like God told me to do it. Right. So I should do it. So I'm still hurt in that moment. Yeah. Or like if God tells somebody to leave their family because like this family is not who I actually want. Not, you know what I mean? Like there's there divorces happen every day. Separation happens every mm -hmm. day. Right. And people are still left hurt. So is that really a good guideline to use to govern? And I'm not trying to be like inquisitive. I'm literally just no. like challenging uh, it because I don't know. In my personal experience. Yes. Um, when I say hurt, um, maybe that's not the, the best word to use because it's vague, but something that's going to, he is going to tell you to do things in your life that you're not going to like. Mm -hmm. That's that's going to happen. Um, but God is not going to bring you physical harm. Okay. God's not going to go tell you to go break your arm to prove you love me. <laughs> that's not God. Mm -hmm. um, God's not going to go tell you, um, hey, I want you to do something that's going to put your family members in a bad position and they're not going to be able to eat. Like, that's not God. So that's when you have to have that spiritual discernment, which comes with spiritual maturity to be able to understand the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Just two questions. I love that. Work. Yeah. You wanted that one? SOS? Okay. This segment of our podcast is called SOS Subject on the Spot, where you have 60 seconds to do a mini sermon, um, and you have to use both a word and a topic in your message. We're going to get the words and the topics from our producer. So. Come on. What you got? Wait, who's going first? Wait, who's going first? This is always the thing. You want to go first? Y'all can go. Me? Yeah. You go in the middle. You want to go last? Yeah. Ooh, shut it down. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll go first and you will follow. Category is? Beans. Okay. My topic is beans. Like beans? Beans. Okay. Work. And my word is root. Root. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm vegan, right? A lot of the times when I need my protein, I got to get it from beans, legumes, and all those things. I'm not going to be getting it from my meat. So when I'm doing that, I'm changing the way that I eat, and I'm changing the nutrients that is being brought into my body. The Holy Spirit is similar, where it's sometimes we are living in the world, and we're using different types of meat as our food to source us. But as a vegan, the meats don't really do well in my body. So I got to switch that up and go to beans, right? Which is going to be more fruitful in my body. Now with that, beans start as a sprout. They start with roots. 
And with those roots, that's where I get the most of my nutrients. That's where the nutrients are being developed. So with those roots, that represents my life, my faith walk, and how I'm connecting to God. Even in those times where nobody sees, where I'm praying in the closet, where I'm crying out loud, and that's when I build that relationship with God. But I need those roots to develop the, the, the beans so I can have the most fruition and most protein and nutrients in my body. Yeah. Yay. Woo! Shout out veganism 2023. <laughs> you should try it. I like that one. It was a good one. The sermon has to be 60 seconds. Oh, okay. Yep. Starting from your first word. We'll start with the time. All right. My we're back. Is... Okay. No, she's going last. I just this said is, my topic. This is Cal. <laughs> your topic is. Veins. veins your word is renegade renegade can you use that in a sentence oh no not the veins in the forehead oh that's the name of the jeep to be sponsored by jeep I have no idea where to go with this go so Sometimes in life, you go out and buy a Jeep Renegade like I did this week. Hey. And you use that Renegade and you go out on the highway. And the highway is just like the veins in your body. There are cars moving up and down the highway, just like the blood moves through the veins in your body. And that blood is the blood of Jesus. Sure. The cleansing blood, the washing blood, the redeeming blood. That blood moves through your body. Amen. Amen. Uh-uh, <laughs> 30 <laughs> You, you, you could do a whole nother one. Go. You got time. We'll do. Sky and... Sky and what? Grass. Okay, sky go. Sky and grass? Hurry, hurry. Sometimes in life, the sky is blue, and then other times in life, the sky is orange, depending on where the sun is, what the weather is. And this is just like your own emotions. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Sometimes you feel like you're flying high, and sometimes you feel like you're laying in the grass. But it's okay wherever you are, because God is everywhere. Because God. Okay. <laughs> two and one. Y'all gotta one. be doing two and one now? What is this? Two and one. <laughs> All right. Now, All right, we the moment we've been guests? waiting for. Constance gonna shut it down. Constance, your topic is lipstick. Mm. And your word is mocha. We got that. Mocha lipstick. lipstick. Mocha. Uh, is that Mac or Fenty? It's probably MAC, right? My lips? No, like mocha. Don't they have a mocha lipstick? I don't know, girl. I've been using the same one lipstick. Okay, it's cute. Lipstick. I see you, girl. Thanks. All right, timer starting in three, two, one. Oh, gosh. Um, Mocha and lipstick, right? Yep. I don't know. Sometimes you're putting on lipstick, and the, you have, like, the perfect look all planned out. You're like, yes, this is going to hit. And then you put the lipstick on. And you go out of lines, and now your lipstick is messed up. Mm. But it's okay because you can just use a makeup wipe to fix it. Okay. The same way you can always just call on God to fix any problems mm. that Come you on. have. And God will swoop in and save you like that mocha latte on a on a Monday morning <laughs> when you need caffeine, and and He'll get you right in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank 18 you. seconds left. Oh, oh. Um, 
And you can always call on God whenever you need him. And he will always be there in Jesus' name. Eight seconds. Amen. Amen. Amen again. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, Constance, we are definitely blessed by this conversation. That was actually a really juicy conversation. It was. I enjoyed There's it. There's a lot in there. So thank you for coming, girl. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Yes. Before you go, where can people find you? At Constance Anna Show on Instagram and TikTok. And you can subscribe to The Constance Anna Show on YouTube. Just search The Constance Anna Show. And you can follow my personal pages on Instagram and TikTok, Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. And that's where y'all can find me. Yes, girl. Y'all go check her out. And yes. we will uh, see y'all next time. Peace. Thank you guys for watching Christ Culture, the podcast. If this resonated with you, make sure to share it. Yeah, go follow us on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, leave some comments. We want to hear from you guys this yeah, season. Definitely join in the conversation because we'd love to stay connected with y'all. Yeah. Thanks for watching. See ya. Peace.